Hi, everyone. Welcome to Tech Talk, a podcast where Amit and I talk about various tech-related topics. This week, we're going to talk about something very cool, um, and a lot of us are already familiar, uh, the smart vacuum cleaner, or a lot of us call it robot vacuum. Some of, some of the known names are Roomba, and uh, there are a few brands that are quite popular in this space. Um, now, when we talk about this kind of vacuum cleaners, we, well, you might think that that's not really an IT tech topic, but actually a lot of the technology that goes behind it is actually very interesting and very related to IT and artificial intelligence and also detecting uh, obstacle detection and that kind of stuff. So I am actually very excited. Um, I actually know less. Amit, I think, knows more about the topic. So I'm also you know, keen to find out more as well from Amit. So um, yeah, let's, let's dive right into it. Amit, what's... Um, well, I mean, uh, you know, there are people who probably haven't uh, come across a robot vacuum or a smart vacuum yet. Uh, w what is a um, robot vacuum in a nutshell? So in a nutshell, I mean, let's let's start with how, how we clean our houses. In older yes. days, you used to have a broom and a mop. So broom used to broom away the dust and uh, then uh, clean, clean the dust in the house and a mop to uh, uh, put some... A liquid and clean the surface maybe some alcohol or something to just kill all the germs and that's how we used to clean for a for many years and then we started having vacuum cleaners and those vacuum cleaners you could those were wired and with those vacuum cleaners you could clean different types of surfaces because it had electricity it had more power so you could suck away dust more efficiently and it used to collect that in a bag and then you had to dispose it and uh, the problem with wired one was that you always had to keep it plugged so you could not go from one place to another place without adjusting the plug so then we had wireless vacuum cleaners and then there are different vacuum cleaners one that are, that are on the floor and one that you can hold in your hand etc so you had all these different types of vacuum cleaners but it all had one thing in common and these are all the cleaning different types of cleaning and they are we have to clean it ourselves so it's a manual process now how do we automate that or how do we outsource it now that's the question and that's where robot vacuums enter the picture so robot vacuum is something that does the vacuum cleaning by itself so you switch it on and you say i mean you don't say anything it normally most of the vacuum cleaners now come up with an app so you can tell okay go start vacuum cleaning and what it does is it starts cleaning and it does on itself now when you start cleaning by yourself what do you need you need to know where you are and you need to know what are your surroundings so the navigation bit and the sensor bit comes into picture but essentially a robot vacuum is basically automating the cleaning task that we used to spend so much hours uh, uh, every day uh, in our life so that's essentially a robot vacuum yeah, it's, um, I mean, one of the things I, I noticed when you were just sort of like going through the journey of, of cleaning, um, you know, our, the floors in our house is that in every step, basically, we automated a little bit, you know, in, in, in the beginning, it was probably like, you know, take a piece of cloth and then, you know, sweep it by hand or whatever. And then it got a little bit easier. 
but then um, you know with with the electric vacuum cleaner it was automated a little bit but there were still a lot of manual processes and I think um, literally just you know um, 10 years ago one of the you know in, in any household one of the like the um, thing that you would not look forward to doing is vacuuming the house I mean that's one thing that you know you can put off as long as you want um, well, no, you can't, but you would want to <laughs> put off yes. as, as long as you want, uh, as long as you can. And um, obviously that probably was some sort of incentive to, for, for the engineers to sort of come, come, you know, come out with a, like bring out a, uh, a, a like automated system or make this process a little bit easier. I mean, this is not, it's something you can't escape. You know, if you're living in a place, it will get eventually dirty or dusty and there is absolutely a need for regular vacuum. You, you, there is no escape from that, but with the advent of technology now we can just make this process not just a little bit easier but by looking at you know some of the All products in the market today a lot easier and as you mentioned you know you could tell it with um you know with your voice recognition uh, uh you know your um yeah you can um, control it yeah so because they are smart so you can of course control it but essentially it is, uh, it ha I mean, most of the vacuum cleaners, robot vacuum cleaners now have an app um, and you can yes, control yes. it through an app. And, and you, you can um, also control it with your, um, what I, I'm trying to remember the name of. Voice, uh, voice assistance. Voice, yes, voice assistance. Yes, yes. And on top of that, I think the most, uh, you know, the smartest thing to do, I think a lot of people, that's what they do, is schedule it rather than yes. being able to say anything. So that's like the, pinnacle of automation where you don't even have to remember to tell it you just schedule it and uh, yeah that's uh, that, that I mean basically yeah I was just you know listening to the journey of as you mentioned and it's just so interesting how um, it was incentivized to you know make it as automated as possible. Yes I think uh, I mean most of the things most of the gadgets in our house are now uh, related to some kind of automation. Um, yeah. The reason we picked a robot vacuum is because uh, I mean there is there are other other things in the house as well. You have a smart refrigerator, you have a smart washing machine, and you have a smart uh, dishwasher. But the thing about a robot vacuum is it has to go and cover the entire house, so it is far more complex yes. than maybe a dishwasher or a fridge. I mean it it is yes. it, it is still complex for a fridge dishwasher or a washing machine to be smart but they are all static they are not moving around the house yes the yes they don't have going. to have yeah they don't have to have an awareness of itself i mean exactly. that's like another level of uh, exactly. you know uh, intelligence yeah exactly because yeah. Uh, you you have babies in the house you have pets in the house you have hairs lying around dust you have pet poo so you have so many things and you have so many things scattered on the floor you have your laptop you have a router you have so many you have plants so so it's 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 not easy and it is a complex thing mm -hmm. and how do you how do you help a robot navigate through this complex surrounding and imagine you have to do it from day one so all robots yes. come with a clean slate they don't have no idea uh, into which environment they are going to enter so they need to have yes. the ability to first map the whole environment it's like us going yeah. to a, a remote location and trying to figure out where we are and then going back going somewhere and then able to come back 
yeah so, so yeah you, you you have certain uh, markers you have certain visual markers like okay there is a house mm -hmm. there is a lake uh, i saw landmark a tree there yeah some some kind of landmark based on that you create a map in your head okay i walked this much i walked 20 minutes so this came in this direction that's how the sun is moving and that's how you map the area and then you figure out okay where you are in that map and that's what a robot has to do each robot yes yes absolutely i mean i got to say i um i've actually been an early adopter of of this technology i mean it says how much i hate vacuuming so i was looking for uh, uh this kind of solution so yeah i mean at the very beginning when it was you know just about smart vacuum and robot i bought it at that stage and at at that time my experience wasn't all that because i was kind of i mean obviously I, that's what happens with you know uh, at the beginning stage of a new technology and uh, what i realized is that yeah there were uh, situations where it actually got lost and it went so far or some corner of the house that i could not find where it is and it lost my bluetooth connection as well so i was like i spent like half an hour looking for it and i thought this is not the experience i want from from a smart uh, device and then there was the, the other problem is it can only at the time it could only clean selective stuff like only dry dusty stuff but if there was any wet uh something on the floor or on the carpet sometimes you would identify carpet as an obstruction and you would go around it but i do want the carpet to be also vacuumed so all of these things weaknesses uh were there so i was kind of reluctant i was not sure that where this would you know go but nowadays i've seen some sort of like um latest you know versions of these things they can i mean it's amazing what they can do they can even have like proper carpet treatment where they sort of wet wash it knowing that it's carpet and then you know finding as you mentioned pet poo or you know like maybe a food droppings or whatever um sorry drops of food <laughs> um and um yeah it can identify and actually treat it as a wet uh you know uh a thing to clean up rather than you know uh treating it as a as a dry dust and trying to suck it up so yeah it's it's so impressive nowadays what what it can do I think uh, we need to appreciate uh, the uh, the bit about cleaning is it is very complex and also the our houses are very complex to navigate especially for a robot that has no idea which house it is going to it could be a house it could be a flat it could be a multi level story uh, building etc so it has to have different types of sensors it has to detect where a wall is it has to detect where a door is it has to detect where the staircases are so it doesn't fall off so it has to do so many things so you have different types of sensors so the main type of sensor is obstacle detection so are there any obstacles in the path could it could be a laptop lying around a glass a baby uh, a child whatever i mean those are obstacles uh, a pet poo is an obstacle it should not go through the pet poo and then just make a mess of itself and then yes it becomes very dirty so those are the obstacle detection then you have wall detection the wall detection tells it okay this is the end of the room now it has to go along the wall and clean the edges and then uh, do some uh, go somewhere else so it has an idea of okay how big a size is etc it also needs to have some kind of uh, measurement of how much distance it has traveled odometry so like tires or something the wheels so wheels have a certain circumference and if you keep recording the movement of how much the wheel has moved 
um, in what direction then you can keep a track of how much distance it has traveled so then it gets that knowledge as well uh, then it has uh, these cameras so some have cameras some have no cameras some have uh, laser detection uh, and some have a combination of laser detection and cameras now what are what are these cameras or laser laser detection for uh, they are basically for navigation so as i said robot vacuum cleaners no matter where they are or, or i mean wherever you buy them they have to first learn the environment and in order to learn the environment what you do as a human being you first venture out and then you start creating a map i came this 10 uh, 10 meters ahead i saw a stone i went 20 meters ahead i walked for 20 minutes i saw a lake i saw a mountain i saw a hill something like that similarly a robot has to do the navigation in its world and it does that so with the lidar technology it's uh, throws a laser beam so it's similar to radar so you instead of sending sound beams and then waiting for it to come back it sends light and it waits for it to come back and then based on that it detects what kind of object it is how far is it and it tries to create a map and based on this map it then navigates and the advantage of a lidar is that it can work in a darkness as well so even if it is dark so in the night when you're sleeping you want the vacuum to go uh, be on it can still work so that's the advantage of a lidar based system but of course lidar based system won't have image recognition because you're not capturing any images you're just sending light and based on the reflection and how much time it takes you record you map the environment but there is no uh, intelligence as in we don't have a image like we are now watching this video i'm looking at you you're looking at me you can see my shirt color is black uh, t-shirt color is black you are wearing a, a red or pink uh, shirt so that's image recognition so i can see your face i can see you have a beard i can see you're wearing a this color shirt i see you have some curtains so i can get so much information with lidar i can't get all that information so i need to have a camera the problem with the camera is it needs light suppose you turn off your light i can't see your face i can't see what's there in the scene so that is a limitation but with camera i can now see what i what i'm looking at and if i can train the software with machine learning and image recognition i can then intelli intelligently say whether it's a human being a curtain a glass a pet poo a child etc and and suppose you want to bypass that and you want to like okay i want to have the best of both worlds you put a lidar and you put a camera yes so best yes. of both worlds so these are the different types of sensors and uh, navigation systems which a robot needs to have in order to navigate through its surrounding yeah yeah it's it's very interesting because um this reminds me of uh, a, a, my uh, uh, thesis that i had uh, i think i was talking to you the other day um in my postgraduate diploma i had a thesis where i had to sort of build an electric vehicle which would map a 2d yes. plane yeah you the room and um, yeah it was actually it was not just similar i think it was kind of the, exactly the same objective you know you, you the the robot is le left in a new place unknown and it needs to find wherever the obstructions are and then map the whole 2d plane and uh, interestingly interestingly enough i ex used exactly that the lidar uh, 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 technology and uh, i had some lidar sensors which would sort of you know um, 
understand wherever there is open structure. And there, you know, as you said earlier as well, you're very right. The, there, there are complicated obstructions in a house, and you know, you can't predict with some sort of repetitive rule, or, you know, in this scenario. For example, one of the challenges that I faced was that what if there are um, what if there is a you know um, a, a direction where the robot sort of sends the lidar signal and it show, shows there is no uh, obstruction at all, but there are two large obstructions right next to each other with a bit of gap and the lidar sensor sent the you know the signal just through that gap and thinks that there is no obstruction and tries to go through it but the width of the robot itself in that in you know the robot vacuum itself is going to be no you know it's going to be too big to go through that gap and what would you do in this kind of scenario so that's uh, that's one of the things i did actually uh, design an algorithm and my 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 uh, professor was actually quite happy with that uh, so basically what i did is it would uh, instead of sending one signal to see where there's obstruction right straight ahead, it would send a number of signals in a sort of in a circular pattern. It will rotate, uh, say, for example, two degrees and then send five signals. And then if it finds a gap between that, uh, it will try to understand when that, uh, you know, the try to get the arc of that gap. Yeah. So from yeah. the LiDAR sensor, we can see the distance of that obstruction from the robot. So we get the radius and also we get the, um, you know, uh, if we get the arc uh, starting point and the end point, then we could kind of, uh, with, you know, reasonable accuracy, we could say the perimeter of that arc, so which would essentially be the distance between the two wow. obstructions. Wow, that and is interesting. <laughs> and yeah, so that that way, and obviously the width of the robot uh, is stored in the memory, so it can it can make a decision whether that obstruction is big enough for for it to pass through or not. Um, so yeah, there are this kind of. I mean, uh, mine was a university thesis, so I'm I'm sure on in commercial projects there are a lot more sensors, as you mentioned, you know, image recognition and lidar, and maybe maybe a few others as well, and all of these information does give the robot a, a powerful sort of uh, yes. data set yes. which which it can utilize and it doesn't have to have a server on board it could just you know because it's a smart device it could just send it to the cloud server and get the get a very like complex calculation back uh, you know the result the decision of a complex calculation back and act as a very very sophisticated ai device it's it's interesting because uh, human beings we learn in a similar way we we see something uh, we interact with it and uh, we learn from it and then we see something else and we learn from that so it's through this feedback loop we keep learning new things uh, with robots you have fixed algorithms uh, in order for them to become intelligent to learn simultaneously with the changing environment they need to have an algorithm that is able to handle that and that is what is happening with a lot of these smart devices in our houses at the moment they are smart because they are learning through feedback through experience through okay so when when do you turn off the lights which time of the day you turn on the lights what time of the day and what temperature do you set normally so it'll learn 
and then okay what's the temperature outside so based on that what's the light when does the sun set when should i close the curtains etc etc so these are all ways and mechanisms to learn things and uh, artificial intelligence is basically an algorithm which is helping the machines learn as we um, as they receive more and more information about their environment without us making decisions for them they are making their own decisions in real time just like human beings yes yes and you know with all the information that is in hand for them right now they can make complex decisions and i mean there is no reason why they couldn't i mean you know in 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 my home i have um, you know the uh smart you know the voice assistant controlling my air conditioner and uh my tv and a few few things and i also have a thermostat which is connected to the cloud in this way and then if the thermostat temperature goes above a certain level and it can also look at my gps uh looking at from my phone and if i am in my room then turn on the ac so you know it, it could be very you know you could make a very complex set of rules which would really make a big difference when you like it, it would i mean you might think oh you're saving 10 seconds but you're not just saving 10 seconds you're kind of um moving away from these trivial things that you had to do yes. so you're kind of yes. freed up with with uh, to think interesting things i mean it doesn't have to be productive things but you are happier thinking interesting things so yes. you, because you don't have to you know definitely yeah. because uh, i think these menial tasks they they take a lot of time and energy so mm-hmm. i mean sometimes maybe you can clean something faster but why do you want to mm-hmm. clean it you can just sit sit back relax enjoy and do your own stuff and let the robots do their own thing for yes, you yes and and then there are some other implications as well for example you know if i'm lying in my bed and you know i feel a little warm i, I could use the you know i could turn on the fan um or the air conditioner but now i don't i don't feel like getting up and you know doing all of that so what could happen is that i might actually decide not to get up you know um, i mean i'll do a balance and i decide you know what i'm i'm just not feeling like getting up right now so what would happen i'm actually more uncomfortable um staying where i am um and that might have an effect you know butterfly effects like that might have an effect i might have a less good quality you know lower quality sleep throughout the night and then the next day i could be less productive i mean it could have so many things um you know, that tiny decision if that was the wrong decision so um yeah these things these things make a difference and uh, more, you know more often than not it, they are positive differences actually because if you if you look at technology and its implications a lot of times people think that it makes you lazy but if you think the on the other side like there are so many disabled people what about them i mean suppose you don't have um, limbs you can't see you can't hear you don't you have mental health issues you're depressed mm-hmm. you are just paralyzed imagine with all this technology and especially say if, you, if the only thing you can do is speak with your voice you can do so much you can just tell google okay do this uh, turn on the air conditioner you don't have to go anywhere you just tell someone to do it for you it's a assistant for you on demand whenever you want it 
you can tell the uh, assistant, uh, Google assistant, okay, start the vacuum cleaner, clean the house. You don't have to worry about it. It makes life so much easier. And especially with houses that are growing big and big and with lots of uh, people having uh, deciding to have children. Um, and or if you have family members in the house, it, it takes a lot of time in cleaning because you're cleaning constantly. And now if you have a yeah. robot vacuum, it can it can clean the house for you and now with mm -hmm. uh, some other uh, with the recent robots uh, what has what is happening now is that they can uh, charge themselves mm -hmm. so they have a docking station so suppose it know so it knows that okay it's going to run out of uh, charge so it, uh, going to run and, out of power goes to the docking station also... charges yeah it also knows how far it is from the docking station yes. so you know, it has enough battery to be able to get back there. And yeah, it's and, very... And, and the latest one is you can empty the bin. So again, the problem mm. with the vacuum cleaner is you have to empty it, clean it, because it doesn't have yes. a lot of storage, right? With all the yes. dust. So you have to constantly empty it. But now there are docking stations where it can charge and also empty the entire stuff that it has collected. And, and, yes, and, that was yeah, that was when I saw this. That was so amazing. I mean, I was like, this is this is the final thing yes, that I would yeah, hate to do yeah, and yeah, yeah. got rid so, of that. So, so it's like okay, you take the bin out once a week. It's just like that now. So you get it, you let it clean twice or thrice a week, and then you take the bin out only once. You don't have to worry about taking the bin out every single. Uh, time it cleans so i think that's mm -hmm. that's a game changer and you also mentioned that when you bought a vacuum cleaner it, it used to randomly navigate those are the actually the initial days where the vacuum cleaners were not that intelligent or they didn't have enough sensors mm -hmm. to think yes. okay, where they are how to navigate so they were randomly doing those uh, motion and because of that they were doing repetitive so some areas they would clean again and again and some areas they would mm -hmm. miss Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, at the time, the one I had was literally just bump into things. It's not going to have anything. It's just, it's just, you know, giving up and just bump into things. If it bumps in, then rotate 45 degrees and then try again. But, you know, that, that doesn't always work very well. So, so now with uh, uh, the latest ones, I was looking at some videos, the latest ones, you can define zones. So suppose there is a child playing, you can define a zone that, okay, don't go near the child. So the robot knows that, okay, when I reach this particular coordinate, I should not go beyond it. So mm -hmm. that's it. So it takes maybe one or two cycles to map the room, depending upon which type mm -hmm. of navigation technology. So maybe one cycle, clean cycle or two clean cycles to map the entire house or the floor or maybe a room. Mm -hmm. And then based on that, you can define a zone because then it has a map of that room in its uh, software. And uh, with that knowledge, you can define the zone through the mobile app. And based on that, it knows that, okay, today I need to clean this area, but because there is a zone defined, I should not go there or I should mm -hmm. not cross that zone. So it's a, it's a wall, but it's a, it's an invisible wall only in its software to tell not to go beyond this coordinate. So suppose you have something important, say a laptop lying on the floor. You don't want to keep pushing the laptop, right? Yeah. So, so you define a zone and then it just doesn't go there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it takes, uh, you know, a few months or years to sort of for the technology to catch up. And once it does, it's just so powerful. And it definitely, it is. you know, I, takes... 
I I was initially apprehensive. I I have two story. Uh, I have a house which is two stories, so uh, I was quite apprehensive. Like, why should I use it? It won't go under the bed. But these most of the robot vacuums are circular in shape, and uh, they are not that uh, uh, high. So they are about uh, maybe uh, what uh, in terms of cent. They they might be uh, the size of a glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, drinking yeah. uh, glass, so uh, maybe that thick, maybe thinner than that. Uh, so they can go under the bed, they can go under the sofa, and they can clean the edges. And sometimes they can clean even better. And you don't have to worry about it. So now I'm thinking, okay, now is the time where I think it's a good time to buy a vacuum cleaner, which is a robot vacuum cleaner, because um, I'm 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 about to have. uh of a first child so i just want to share this uh, information with our audience as well so me and my wife we are going to have our first child and everyone keeps uh, saying that life is going to be uh, really different and it's going to change for the good i hope but it also means that i'll not have be able to have enough time to do all the other household chores so it means this is the right time to invest in something that is smart that can take away the hassle of cleaning every time something has been dropped so when my child grows up i can just ask the robot vacuum cleaner to just go there clean it and i don't have to pick up i can still spend time with my child rather than worrying about okay who will clean that when will they clean it things like that Yes, absolutely. I mean, that's this. This actually brings me to thinking about the opportunity cost of cleaning. You know, now obviously, um, with the big change in your life in future, um, you know, the cleaning time there is opportunity cost that you could have spent it with your child. So yeah, I mean, there's so many meaningful, positive things that this can bring. It, it's uh, you know, when you start thinking about it, you realize how how exactly. Big it is. And and and. these vacuum cleaners are good i mean some of the ones from irobot they have different types of so they have like anti hair uh, stuck technology so the hair doesn't get stuck in the rollers so it's not just irobot there is ufi there is robovac there are many other companies in the mix now that are creating these uh, powerful robot vacuums and with different technologies of navigation mm-hmm. and when uh, remember i was telling you about this uh, uh, cameras so with ai you can now detect so many other things so it's it's incredible that uh, these companies are experimenting and investing so much of their time money and effort into building a product that is actually very very useful and it adds so much value to your life because you don't have to worry about cleaning anymore yeah yeah that is uh, that is certainly the dream and or, or utopia if you'd like yeah i think everything else I'm okay with doing, but if you didn't have to clean, I mean, I don't know what else could be, you know, a better lifestyle than that. Yeah. And and uh-huh. you know, uh, I used to think that okay, I have a two-floory house, two two-story house, so it'll be difficult because then I'll have to move the robot up and down. But now that I think, I think, I think I should still get it because it has uh, sensors to detect. Okay, there is no floor beneath me. I should not go forward. So it will detect yeah. that. It will not go. It will not drop on its own. The technology is now mm-hmm. at that, that stage where it won't drop off. Uh, uh-huh. It has sensors and uh, it has powerful suction as well. And most of these robot vacuums, they are wireless. I mean, I'm not most. They all are wireless. They are not yeah. uh, running through cords. So all yeah. the robot vacuums are wireless, which is good. They operate on their own. They have their own charging station. They have their own. 
a bin station where they can empty the dirt so I think this is and most of them have an app so you can control it some cheap ones may or may not have an app but the expensive ones definitely do so yeah I think this is a good time to invest in something that can save a lot of your time and energy and effort and it, it need not be that okay because I have a hard floor I should not get it or I have a carpet I should not get it or I have a wooden floor I should not get it most of these vacuum cleaners are now tested on different types of surfaces so you can uh, the same vacuum cleaner without the other problem with conventional vacuum cleaners is you have to change the brush depending upon the kind of surface you're cleaning with these vacuum cleaners you don't have to even bother about changing the brush it'll just go and clean on any surface it could be a uh, uh, hard for hard floor like a stone it could be wood it could be laminate it could be even carpet so yeah so i think it's it's a good that investment. is the dream that is the dream fully automated i mean it, it can handle all kinds of things and it can empty itself it can charge itself and it's wireless i mean that is i mean i can't um, I can't tell you how excited that makes me <laughs> being in our midlifes. This, this is, these things are what excites me. <laughs> I think, I, think uh, uh, I mean, this is out of context about this topic. But uh, when we think about computers and we think about automation, a lot of times people have this apprehension that, okay, what will uh, the computer, when, once they become self-aware, what will they do with human beings? And we always worry about, okay, uh, AI will destroy humanity, AI will do this but we never think about augmentation like how are they yes. augmenting our reality how they enhancing everything that we do technology mm -hmm. smartphones have just changed our lives they may made us addictive to it but if you use it smartly mm. they are so useful with the smartphone yes. i can navigate i can do so many things i can control so many different types of devices i have so much information i don't have to carry a map i don't have to carry a torch i don't have to carry a radio i don't have to carry an ipod it's all one device so, yes. so it's it's the technology has made your life so simple so we should actually embrace it and i was watching this episode from foundation uh, the other day it's on apple tv and uh, a woman uh, gail donick the name of the character she's uh, asking the computer where she is but the computer has not authorized is not authorized to tell her so she is trying to figure out through maths uh, how to navigate uh, what's what's the destination through projection and what she's trying to do is okay telling the computer okay do the calculation for me I don't want to do it you do it I'll tell you what to do so it's like saying okay uh, draw a line now project 90 degree and then turn it 45 degree and then draw co cone around that and then uh, what's there at the center of the cone so tell me that so that hard work, that calculation, you outsource it, but you're still telling the computer what to do and how to do it. So I think that's a very good example of how technology can enhance learning. Yes, that is a very good point because, yeah, a lot of the times we're just scared of what would, you know, the AI is going to take over. Uh, but, you know, they are augmenting and the, the, the journey, the growth they're having, you know, slowly and you know, over a period of time, this is, it's not like a sudden, you know, day tomorrow and it's just uh, self-aware yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's going to be a slow process with a gradual adoption with humans and, you know, it would keep augmenting us. So at the end of the day, um, even when the first AI does become self-aware, it might be half human, half robot to begin with, because humans have integrated themselves so yes, much. So we, definitely. yeah, I mean, we, 
Yeah, yeah. We don't know how it's going to be, but right now we can say that the robot vacuum is kind of reached, you know, the the my imagination to begin. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, um, I mean, uh, hopefully it didn't reach the peak of the developer's imagination so they can keep developing it. <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't think of anything else uh, that can be added. I think obviously, you know, it, uh, there is a sudden point where the technology reaches its sort of financially viable peak and then it starts to come down in prices. But I think right now it's still quite pricey for, for a regular user. But um, hopefully now... Um, all of these newest, best, you know, really good practical technologies would start to come down in prices. So it could, it could become an actual household item. Definitely, definitely. And I think that's, that's where that, uh, the game will change because I, I don't know what the future could be like for a robot vacuum. Maybe it will have legs and it will be just like the <laughs> Boston Dynamics robot dog. It can just yeah. go from one floor to another mean- floor. <laughs> I, I mean, I think I, th- I think just just thinking about it right now, like off the top of my head, I think another way, the next step of enhancing this is that this is a robot that has all the capabilities of moving around the whole of the house and knowing where everything is. So it could easily have an add-on where, you know, as you mentioned, it's right now is the height of a, uh, of a drinking glass or I don't know, three or four inches or whatever, you know. Um, but it could be a little bit higher. Maybe it's, it's carrying around a portable fridge with, with um, you know, cans of drinks in it. Or, you know, maybe it's sending a message to, um, to different rooms. You know, maybe, maybe um, the parents have cooked dinner and the dinner is ready. Maybe it's going and telling the, the, the children in, in their rooms that, oh, dinner is ready or some sort of message. Or, you know, it could have a, a little bit higher add-on, which could serve a number of other purposes because it's already doing, uh, it already has the yes. hardware to sort of map and go around. I think yeah, you are right. I mean, it's it's not that uh, high. So if you can build on top of something, it can do the navigation, do the cleaning, and also yeah. carry stuff, weights, things around. And I, I think uh, once we crack the battery technology part, where we have sufficient power delivery and in a very compact space, uh, I think that will rev- revolutionize a lot of these smart devices because then you can have a device charge for an entire week or even an entire month. And you don't have to worry about recharging them constantly. And because they are so powerful and they're so energy dense, it means you can uh, uh, lift heavy weights, you can do a lot of other things and you can keep running. So yeah, it's exciting future. It is definitely a space to watch out for. Um, but yeah, this this has been a really interesting talk, to be honest. I've, I've learned a lot and also it was it was fun to talk about all of these, yes, same. these aspects around this uh, robot robot vacuum so yeah um uh, uh our audience uh if you guys have any uh any questions or any any other topics that you would like us to cover please do let us know we our contact details are uh, there in the description so definitely do reach out and uh, hopefully we will again come back to your playlist next week. Yes, uh, thank you so much everyone for listening and tuning in. Uh, what we'll do is we'll share uh, the links of uh, how these uh, robot uh, vacuums work. We will also share uh, uh, like what are the top vacuum cleaners you could buy 
and uh, I mean, just select one and see if you if you fancy anyone, you can go for a cheap one as well. But of course, remember that cheap one will of course have cheap sensors. So it may not be that accurate. It'll still do the job, but it will not be that accurate. So, so you bear that in mind. So the price that you pay is for the navigation, for the uh, smart features, etc. Otherwise, I think even a cheap one is as good as a smart expensive one so go for that and uh, yes uh, please let us know what topics you want to hear we normally select topics uh, based on the current trends um, and what we also fancy because we both love technology and that's why we host this podcast so we want to hear from you guys what te- what topics you want us to cover and uh, we'll try to learn about it and uh, talk about it in this uh, wonderful session of ours so thank you so much yeah. for listening Thank you very much, guys. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.